Hey guys, this episode, I'm going to get a little heated. I'm very upset with the turn the country is taking, as many people are. I'm going to talk about uh, white privilege scenarios. I'm going to talk about Antifa. I'm going to talk about insurrection. We're going to hit it all. So stay tuned. Uh, you can follow me on my website, tstuch.com, T-S-T-U-C-H.com. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Taylor Radio. You can follow me on YouTube at Taylor Stutch, and you can follow me on Twitter at TStutch1. Thank you. Enjoy the episode. Okay, guys, it's time to rant about Black Lives Matter. It's time to rant about Antifa. It's time to rant about the – it's not – I wouldn't say it's a insurrection. I would say it's an attempted insurrection, short of calling it an insurrection because I don't think real institutional power is being threatened. What's really happening, it's just chaotic. Um, I would say an insurrection would have to threaten to actually establish a new power as opposed to just kill a bunch of people, erode the rule of law temporarily. Uh, that's why it doesn't it doesn't look like what's happening in America doesn't look like a insurrection or maybe it is an insurrection uh, but it, it's not like a takeover it's not a revolution should we say it's more just like uh, chaos it's kind of like Batman uh, where the Joker wasn't trying to set up a new government I mean I could be wrong I haven't seen the movie in a while but the 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 I think it was the Dark Knight. The one from like 2009, I believe, 2008, 2009, the really good one with Christian Bale and Bale, Bale and uh, Heath Ledger, where Heath Ledger was the Joker, where the Joker was just like, I'm just going to cause chaos. That's all I want to do is cause chaos. That's kind of like what's going on in, um, in the U.S. now. Okay, this isn't a – this isn't – an organized takeover of the government like Mao Zedong in China or like the um, the what happened in the Soviet Union. You know, people aren't um, – and here's the other thing. Like if people did manage to storm some of the centers of power in the United States, it's not like that would actually uh, – like no one would adhere to that. Uh, the military, as long as the military – remained under control of the United States government that's you know that's pretty much seals the deal there but also no one would follow um, somebody who who did a revolution at this point I don't think but it's hard to say the United States is very divided here's what I really wanted to focus on at least get started on was the we've seen destruction across the nation this the, over the last five six days absolute insanity in some ways i've been watching videos of um innocent people of all races actually mostly black or white uh white and black people mostly getting their asses kicked by other white and black people that are just rioting like fucking mad okay it's insane some of the stuff that is happening on the streets of the united states of america now, I'm going to address something which may, be, may seem controversial to some, and it's the idea of – it is the idea 
of white privilege and what white people must do. Now, many people are, this is the reason I'm going to address this is because I am seeing white people, black people, any type of minority mixed in, making posts about white people and white privilege and what white people have to do to fix this problem. But they're missing the point. This isn't about what white people can do to fix the problem. And people need to see what's happening. Okay, not just white people need to see what's happening. Everybody needs to see what's happening because there's lots of great people out there in this country that don't want to see their white brothers and sisters um, in trouble any more than they want to see anybody else in trouble. Anybody else being, you know, discriminated against. A lot of people have white friends, white family, and you don't want to see your white friends and white family in trouble. Just like I don't want to see my black friends or my Hispanic friends or anybody else of my friends having any issues in the society. But let me lay something out here for you. There is this idea that white people must atone for the sins of being white. That because I am born or because somebody else is born as a white-skinned person, they have been granted privilege by society and are treated differently. Now, in some circumstances, that will be true. In other circumstances, that will not be true. This depends on individual people and their, in, and their biases. Now, in the United States, there are many places that are not controlled by white people. There are cities and counties and towns that are not majority white. There are districts not majority white. There are, you know, there are many places that are not majority white in this country um, where a lot of these riots occur. In fact, a lot of these riots occur in cities and districts that are controlled by Democrats where they have large minority populations. Now, regardless of that, that fact aside, what I want to focus on is the thing that they want you to do. So first off, I want to point out that black people or what they like to derogatorily refer to people that are not white as people of color. What quote-unquote people of color or actually the people that are just the loudest are saying is they want white people to, you know, stand at the front of the protests, you know, take the heat, take the, take the rubber bullets or whatever. They want white people to kneel and apologize. They want white people to, um, you know, they want white businesses burned down in some instances. They want white people to do something about this. Okay, and at the same now, there there's a lot of unreasonable demands here, right? There's a lot of people that post. I mean, I've seen white liberal friends of mine that are posting shit about you need to look at your whiteness, you need to you know constantly every single day you have to struggle with the fact that you are white, and this type of thinking is a mind virus. It's a mind virus. I want anyone out there to think about your life, anyone out there who listens to this. If you're Asian, black, Hispanic, white, no matter what. Because, you know, even if, you know, I like, I said if you're Asian, but if you're Asian, you could be Southeast Asian, you could be um, East Asian, you could be all types of Asian as well. You're all going to, everyone's treated differently in different places. Imagine. Being walking around your home, constantly trying to say to yourself, oh, uh, think about your quote-unquote privilege in your home 
or your town or in your community. It's, it's absurd. It's, first off, it's an absurd idea. That alone is absurd. But I want to compound this with another idea or juxtapose this with another one, and it's this. For the last three or four years, there has been a very big push, a very big push to rename the definition of racism, right? The Everybody has grown up. My whole generation and everyone before me grew up with the idea that racism is treating anyone discriminatory discriminatorily discriminating against anybody based on the color of their skin once again based on the color of their skin treating someone discriminating against someone on the basis of their skin their race in the recent years people have changed the meaning of racist so that way it only applies to white people and there's this fanciful notion that if you're white, you are endowed with power, which is straight-up bullshit. I mean it's the fact that people it, – it's, it's a very simple uh, – okay. Anyway, I have to continue because it's so absurd. It's so crazy. It's like saying uh, all black people – like saying all black people do a particular thing or all white people do a particular thing is so crazy that people would even go there in this day and age. But anyway – now the, the definition of racism has been changed by social justice pieces of shit to mean that you cannot be racist towards white people because only white people can be racist because they have the power. Okay, so first off, that's not true. That's a lie. That's not racism. Okay? Secondly, what does this mean? What are the implications of this? This means that white people are not only supposed to be on the front lines of change – but it also means that white people are supposed to endure all the hate and discrimination that anyone wants to hurl at you, and you're supposed to take it because you, you, you cannot be discriminated against. So if people don't let you into a building or if people decide to beat your ass in the street for fun or if people decide to um, you know, hurt your children or steal your property or destroy your business, not that is excused. It cannot be considered racist to do any of those things even if it's based on your race because you're white. So if you're a poor white person or you're a middle-class white person who is working your ass off to support your family and you have a small business and that's what's doing it and some people say, hey, look, there's a white guy over here. We don't like him because he's white, so we're going to kick his ass. We're going to burn down his business and we're going to um, you know, kidnap his family or do whatever the hell they want to do. Whoever it is, if somebody decided to do that because somebody is white, that's not racist. And that's not a problem. See, the other part of this is that it's rooted in revenge. See, the idea that white people cannot be discriminated against is an idea that is rooted in revenge, not equality, because that's what these people want. Anybody who asserts that white people cannot be uh, discriminated against, right, that there's no such thing as being racist towards white people. Um, is this is a line of reasoning coming from revenge. 
This is from people who don't want people to be treated equally. What they want is the tables to be turned. They want white people to be enslaved in the United States like so many black people were enslaved in the United States 200 years ago, even though we've been working to try to make things equal. That is where this idea comes from. So if you walk around using the idea that racism can only be done by a person in a position of authority, then you have to understand you are reasoning from a position of revenge, not of truth or logic or fact. That's where you're coming from. Now, what are the implications of this thinking? This is where this line of thinking takes me. If white people are supposed to be um, constantly questioning their privilege, they're supposed to be constantly questioning their communities, everything they do, every tradition, everything a white person does is supposed to be questioned, every decision you make should be scrutinized because you're white, and you should constantly be apologizing to anyone who's not white, yet at the same time, you're also supposed to accept any form of racism or action against you for being white because you cannot be discriminated against for being white, this is a ploy. It's an obvious ploy. It is essentially somebody is trying to insert a virus into your head that says, hey, we want you to come into the ring and have a boxing match. But for this boxing match, here's what we want. We want you to tie your hands behind your back and also we're going to kick you as well but you can't kick us back so it's a boxing match where your hands are tied behind your back and we're going to kick and we're going to punch you oh and we can choke you out too that is what people are trying to do to anyone who falls into this line of thinking and now i'm focusing on white people here because it's so um uh this is what people are saying Right? They're saying if you're white, you have to recognize your privilege. Oh, also, if you're white, um, we can do this. Uh, people can discriminate against you for being white and middle class or white and poor. We can, we can beat you. We can steal from you. We can take revenge out on you. Um, we can do that to you because you're white. So for one, if we decide to punch you in the face, you have to accept it because you're in power because you're white. Oh, and also two, you have to thank me for punching you in the face because I'm a minority punching you in the face. So you have to accept all the hits that we that we give you and you have to thank me for them as well. That is this. And this is why I cannot get behind this. This is why it's so hard for me to support some of what my friends say on social media. You know, as somebody who's, you know, been maturing over the years, I don't get as fired up over Facebook posts because I, I realize this, that people online, you're only – when people post online, you're getting, you're getting pieces, bits and pieces of their thinking. You're not getting a full picture of somebody. So if I like you in real life and you post shit that I really don't like reading online, then I, I give it a pass. I give it a pass because it's like, look, I see you on the weekends and you're cool and 
I know that like when I see you that you have no malintent towards me. So even if what you're saying is bullshit, I'm, you know, I'm not going to just defriend you because of that or like never speak to you again, even though of course I've thought about it. But anyway, what I'm getting at is that this way of thinking is obviously absurd and stupid, right? Who on earth could go along with this? But that is what they are trying – that's what people are trying to do. People are trying to say, look, if you're white, this is your responsibility to take care of it. Oh, but at the same time, you can't defend yourself for getting attacked. Well, it cannot be that way. You cannot have a situation like that. I could never get behind it. This is one reason why – don't – like – is. I haven't done a lot of research into Black Lives Matter, so I really can't talk about it. But the reason why in the last couple years I have not dived in to support people that tend to be on the Black Lives Matter side or on the – especially the leftist side, but the kind of racial – the fake racial equality side because that's – a lot of this is not about equality. It's about revenge. Um, on the fake racial equality side, it's been hard for me to identify with any of those people or to like actually get involved. Obviously, I think it's fake racial equality, but the reason why I identify it is that is because it's it's not about making things equal. It's about getting revenge as easily as possible, and it's a bun- It's 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 really crazy. What's going on? It's absolutely insane, and it's infecting lots and lots of people. Lots of people are getting online and posting things like, oh, I need to recognize my white privilege. I apologize for being white. I apologize for being white. It's like, dude, nobody cares if you apologize for being white. Nobody cares. I don't care. Black people don't care. Mexicans don't care. Chinese people don't care. No one cares, man. You can say it all day long. You know what it does? It makes you look like a punk bitch. You identify yourself as a target. You also are identifying yourself as somebody who can be controlled and manipulated. That is what is happening when you do that, when you proclaim that bullshit. I will never comply with the bullshit white privilege narrative that is being put out there, and I will never comply with the idea that it is uh, – first off, I have no problem advocating for my fellow black brothers and sisters to be treated equal. I have no problem with that. What I do have a problem is by people saying, no, 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 no. You have to constantly doubt your own life and your own life decisions. That's what I cannot get behind. That's what I will never get behind. And no one else e- should either. No one else should either. So, like I said, it's not about true racial equality. It's about getting revenge for for the past, but it's not even about that. I actually think what's happening here is, well, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. But after this break, I'll be right back. Okay, so um, I, I want to go ahead and compare what's going on here with the the kind of class struggle situation that I think is also being pushed into this. So um, the current situation about white people and white privilege and all this this nonsense, it's kind of being um, uh, juxtaposed and coinciding, if you will, 
with the idea of class, right? Like middle class, wealthy, you know, bourgeoisie kind of bullshit that the radical lefties are always talking about. And what people are trying to do in a way, like Antifa, you know, we heard a lot about Antifa this week. And that's because, um, well, I'll, first I'll go off on this tangent on Antifa. I'll come back around to uh, the overall class point. But Antifa has been, you know, people, you can, there are Reddit pages and Twitter pages of Antifa talking about getting together and, you know, advocating for doing particular things like protesting in places. And it's very clear that Antifa has been a big part of this protest, especially as there have been quite a mix of videos and pictures of people that appear to be aligned with Antifa, people with Antifa insignia, people with, um, you know, Antifa-type gear going around and essentially, you know, causing as much chaos as possible, making, you know, picking up bricks, smashing windows, uh, just causing as much problems as they can. That's uh, pretty much what's going on. And so Antifa is about revolution. They're about insurrection. That's what they're trying to do, okay? Antifa is more or less like an anti-society movement. They say they're against fascism, but listen, anyone who actually believes that Antifa is actually against fascism is just, if you believe it, you either wouldn't have been spoon-fed too much propaganda or you just got your head in the sand. You got your head up your ass because you're not paying attention to what's been going on. Antifa has been beating the crap out of people, innocent people, for the last several years. So Antifa has been showing up to these events, and these events, the original protests for George Floyd have been extremely co-opted. Now, that's not a surprise. So the way my take on this situation is that there's obviously legitimate outcry for what happened to George Floyd, okay? Um, it's, it's, you know, there's no denying that uh, it was not a good situation and that there has to be change. Personally, I 100% am on board with the fact that there are too many aggressive and abusive cops out there. I haven't had physical altercations with cops, but I've just had run-ins with aggressive cops, like with speeding tickets and stuff, where I've gotten tickets for things that were totally out of line, totally out of line, total asshole cops. Um, I'm just, you know, yeah, luckily I didn't uh, have any bad time with it. But you know, I've known friends that have had some pretty some bad run-ins with cops, and they're white. So you know, take that for what it is. But what I'm getting at is there is a problem in our country, and probably everywhere. I think anywhere where you have police. You know, Joe Rogan has made a really good point. He says, look, these are just people. And anytime you give people power over other people, people run around and abuse it. And I 100% agree with that. I mean, look at the videos of the Hong Kong protests. Look at the videos of what Chinese police do in China. Look at the videos of what the Indian police do to where people, you know, they beat the crap out of people with sticks um, on the street for doing things. And, of course, I don't want to compare ourselves to those countries, but what I'm getting at is – you see abuse all the time from people that are in power. And that, in my opinion, is the fundamental issue. Yes, there is an overlay of race as well in this country. I'm not going to deny that. But a lot of people can get behind the original intention of the protest. I could as well. I could as well. Now, 
what happened was what I think happened is lots of things. Actually, there's too many things. But what I will say is that I think inevitably, I think inevitably the protest would have gotten big and caused an issue. However, Antifa seized on the opportunity to just add more to it, add fuel to the fire. So Antifa, there are reports of people going up to sites and there were bricks, preset bricks on the ground. So somebody showed up to the uh, protest sites in the morning, dropped off a pallet full of bricks and rocks, and then left. And um, Tim, follow Tim Pool. Tim Pool goes into detail on this. He discusses how there are. He went into a meeting, or there, you know, he's he's done some infiltration, or somebody did some infiltration work into Antifa. And these are the strategies they discussed. They discussed like going to protest sites early in the day, dropping off riot materials, and then at night when the riot gets started, then everything's already put in place because Antifa is an organized mob situation. Now. I'm not exactly sure what we can um, – if Antifa is trying to cause a revolution like a communist revolution um, or if they're just trying to cause anarchy and chaos. You know, It's hard to know exactly what's going on there. But what I can say – what I can say is that I do believe that um, there are stupid, stupid people – that are going along with trying to do a overthrow of class as well. So one of the issues that we're dealing with in the United States is there's a lot of socialist people that would like the United States to, uh, I guess, go through a type of revolution. Um, and they would like to see a change in the structure of government or something. Like they would like to see – honestly, it's hard to say exactly what these people are looking for. But there's this idea that we have to overthrow the middle class and the wealthy, I think. You know, people say stuff like eat the rich and all that stupid shit. And, um, you know, they say these kinds of things and they advocate for this kind of this kind of revolution. But what it means is that in order to get people on board, they have to also get people that are middle class on board. And in the United States, that tends to be predominantly white. So what's interesting is that you have all of these people in the United States that have been brain-fed socialist propaganda from college, from culture, from media, that being, you know, having money or being wealthy is bad, 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 but that's what everyone's chasing. You know, everyone's chasing money. But it's also this horrible bad thing, and we gotta overthrow the system. And somehow that has been co-opted. Back, like say back in the Soviet era or in the Chinese time, maybe they they used the idea of socialism and communism to say, hey, look, it's about class, you know, because they probably didn't have a lot of racial, they didn't have a lot of racial uh, diversity, so you can't use race, you got to use class only. So you say, hey, look, these people have all the money and power, we got to overthrow them. Now what's happening is um, they're substituting class warfare for race warfare. The elites are substituting class warfare for race warfare is essentially what's happening. So you're getting a bleed over of old-timey socialist revolutionary tactics of um, trying to overthrow the existing systems, attacking the quote-unquote systems of power, which are just all white people and all of that. And it's drawing in a lot of, a lot of individuals. Now, it's very clear 
This is the thing, is that the people that are that are advocating for the destruction, for the for um, you know, for the race hatred, you know, the people that are advocating, honestly, I could get behind all these protests if they weren't so fucking racially motivated against white people. I cannot get on board with that. I cannot support that. I can't support racism. It's like if people went out in the streets and were saying, oh, we have to do something about black people, I would be against that too. So I just cannot get behind this kind of mentality. It's so crazy. And so anyway, the... uh, this is what is being substituted for class warfare. Is now being race warfare. But it looks like it's just being, um, you know, it's. I don't know who's running this. I don't know if one person is. I don't think one person is. I think this is. I think this is a combination of organized and organic efforts. I think um, groups all over the country are taking advantage of hotspots. Uh, people are taking advantage of racial tensions to further their careers. People are trying to virtue signal to be on top. Here's another thing I want to mention to all of you dumb, not anyone who thinks that they are going to be safe from the destruction and the riots because you posted that all that Black Lives Matter on your Facebook page. Think again, dude. Think again and go and read the Gulag Archipelago or Archipelago or Archipelago, Archipelago, however you want to say it, by Alexander Solzhenitsyn. Go and read that book. He has a – he does a very good job of explaining what happened in the Soviet Union and how everybody has done something. Everybody in the Soviet Union, it became a situation during the revolutions where – It was, well, if you're wealthy or if you knew these people or if you knew those people. What happened in the Soviet Union was that if you were – if everyone was part of a certain class, you were guilty of class – of whatever the class had done, right? So it's just like – it's the same thing here. If It's like saying that you know several hundred years ago, white people brought over some black slaves. Therefore, white people currently are all collectively responsible for the sins of of, of very few people's Great, great, great grandfathers. Okay, so what they when they apply that they go okay. So now all white people are have an issue, but what they can do is you can expand that because you can say well anybody who has wealth or anybody who's done this. What happens is is you can keep defining the terms until everybody is part of a group that has to be destroyed, and that's what's happening in the United States. That is exactly what's happening in the United States is they are cross-sectioning you by class. They're cross-sectioning you by ethnicity. It's like, dude, you know, Hispanics think that they're safe from this. They think this is a white people problem. Well, I got news for you guys. You're not. Nobody is safe from this. Black people aren't safe from this. Nobody is safe from the destruction and violence that the an insurrection or a revolution would bring. Nobody is safe. Doesn't matter your skin color because somebody will find a problem with you. You talked to the wrong person. Everybody who talks to that person must be killed. You have a business. All business owners must be killed. Oh, we saw that you, um, you know. You tried to help a, a white family trying to escape to the wherever. Oh, we got to take you out too. You know, the, every, nobody understands how bad this could get. 
hopefully it doesn't get that bad. I don't think, you know, I would like to think this could pass over. And before I end, which I'm getting close to being done, I want to put forth a possible situation. I think that these, this rioting hopefully will die out. If it doesn't die out, what I think is going to happen is we're just going to have segregation. I don't want to see that. I live in the most diverse city in the country. I don't know how that would work. But essentially what's going to happen is if these riots continue um, and people continue to um, attack each other here's, – here's the thing. If everybody keeps saying all white people are guilty for, you know, for something a cop did in Minneapolis, right, and this kind of narrative keeps going and keeps going, what's going to happen is you're going to force people. You're going to force innocent fucking people to say, look, I can't even go into the city now because people attack me because I'm white. So you're going to have to stay out of the city. You're going to have to stay out. If you're a white person, you're going to have to stay in a white area. If you're a black person, you're going to have to stay in a black area. If you're a Mexican person, you're going to have to stay in a Mexican area. Like that is what it looks like is going to have to happen. Now, that kind of happens anyway to a degree, but it's relatively peaceful and there is lots of intermingling that happens in the United States. Um, However, if these riots continue, that's what I think is going to happen. A lot of people think we're going to run into a kind of civil war situation. Um, I don't necessarily know if that's true. It looks like it is moving in that, that direction. I hope it does not. But um, I do I do seriously think and I seriously stand behind the idea that if we do not stop these riots, then what's going to happen is there's going to be segregated. It's going to be – you think it's segregated now? Wait until there are you know checkpoints before you go into a town. It's going to be like back in the, in the 50s and 60s. And people are going to say, OK, all right, we get it now. We get it now. So now we can't – we just can't even be around each other. You know, we can't be around each other because if you are going to attack somebody because the color of their skin doesn't matter what they did or how good they've been, what they're what they've done in their life, you're going to attack them. Well, they just can't live near you no matter what color they are. Now, here's another thing I want to point out. As people are getting attacked right now for their skin color um, or for whatever it is they said or did, think about all the doctors and nurses of all different races and religions and ethnicities that we were all so happy about and so proud of two months ago. And now think about what happens when you tell all of them, oh, I'm sorry, I don't care how good you were, how many people's lives you saved. Your skin's too this too much of this color, so you're gonna have to um, we're gonna have to kick your ass. Imagine that. That's not a world I want to live in. You fucking retards. So before you start saying about white people this, or before you start saying black people this, get your shit straight. Pull the mind virus out of your head and realize the only way we're gonna get through this situation is together. Stop pointing fingers at a race because that's not going to help. All right. Anyway, you've uh, heard my rant for today. You can follow me on my website, tstuch.com, T-S-T-U-C-H.com, Taylor Radio T- uh, on Instagram, T-A-Y-L-O-R-R-A-D-I-O, Facebook, Taylor Radio. Uh, 
YouTube T Taylor Stutch. T A Y L O R space Stutch S T U C H. You can also find me on Twitter T Stutch One. Thank you. That's all I got for today. Have a good one.